Hello, I'm Ken. And I'm Nicole. This is Under the Umbrella. The off-season. So for those that are Really? You done? Yeah. Yeah? No, I am. You sure? Okay. I, I, there was an encore. I could hear oh, okay. everybody wanted an encore. In so. your head? Well, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> If I don't listen to the people in my head, then who 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 actually really appreciates me? That's true. That's true. Sorry. No one, no one appreciates it. <laughs> Not even my own son. Yes. Well, he's a hard he's a hard sell. Yeah. He's a tough audience. You're telling me. <laughs> the hardest sell. So, for those that are still sticking in there with us, we are doing episode four of Loki today. Yep. Um, we are discovering that the Marvel stuff's not necessarily our target audience. Yeah, so going into what was the one before this one? Uh we did WandaVision, WandaVision. before this one, yeah. We had what our what what our app said an estimated audience of eleven. Mm-hmm. Um every time I post a new podcast or new one of our podcasts it goes down. It goes down a little bit, yeah. More because it it looks at everything in the past 30 days. I'm chalking that up to it's summer. We're not on as consistent a schedule as we used to be. And, you know, well, Umbrella Academy and Loki and WandaVision are totally not the same thing. True. So we don't have quite the same demographic as we've had before. Plus, we haven't been, like, you know, staying on schedule or really marketing it anymore. So, you know. <laughs> but those that are hanging in with us, we certainly appreciate you. Bring right. a friend. Tell someone. Tell someone. I don't know. Start playing it. Make them listen. First of all, invite all your friends over. Lock all the doors. Tell them it's a surprise. Tell them it's a surprise. (laughs) Find one of our Umbrella Academy episodes. Have them watch the Umbrella Academy first Mm -hmm. and then listen to our podcast and then you guys can discuss That's how we seem to hook people when they actually watch the show and then listen. That seems to My mom literally binged all she did. of the first she season. Did. Ken's mother is like not the person you would ever expect to watch the Umbrella Academy. Shirley, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it's true. You're just she's just not the type of person who you would expect to watch the Umbrella Academy. And it took a while. I think we've been we were like, you know, six months into this before she listened to yeah. it, before she watched, but she watched. She watched an episode, loved it, and then watched the whole first season. And listened to and listened all of to our the podcasts. first season um, podcast too. I don't think she's watched the second season yet, though. No, no, no. She, she waits till my dad goes out of town for that. Yep. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So people <laughs> like it. People like the Umbrella Academy. People like. Kind uh, of so that's us. why I'm kind of wondering if maybe we go like after this because we're gonna stick it out. We're gonna if we're we gonna, gonna start a show. Out. We're gonna. Play. I I am leaning toward taking a short break for a couple of weeks because summer is. Cr- crazy this year oh my gosh so i'm thinking we, we might we haven't decided yet. we still have a few more things to get through we got to get through the rest of loki we are we're gonna do our trivia series um we're probably gonna do um black widow just to kind of round out our marvel experience right. you know but we'll break um we know we won't have new umbrella academy episodes until next year which right. is devastating but it is what it is <laughs> on a totally yeah. unrelated note i did just hear that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel just wrapped um, filming for their fourth season, I think it was. And they're taking a short break and going straight into season five. I'm so excited. Yeah. Two seasons, back to back, different show, doesn't matter. 
but I'm still very excited. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever be able to watch that show and actually do a podcast on it because I think Loki talks fast. <laughs> shows like The Gilmore Girls and Marvelous, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I can't even fucking Which say are it. by the same woman. With same, by the same woman. Yeah, same scriptwriters. They're... they're um, talking is so much faster. It reminds it. me of when I love you used it. The, to... those 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 shows are like what it's like inside my head. Yeah, but it reminds me of when you used when we used to go to the doctor and you would talk to the doctor, <laughs> and I'd have no idea what the fuck was yes, going on. Our son's pediatrician talked faster than me. I've never met a single person in my life who could talk faster than me. And, and actually retain and information. I, and I understood everything she said. And she and I would talk at each other. And Ken couldn't understand a word. I stopped going to we have doctor's di- appointments. We have a different pediatrician now. <laughs> yeah. For our son, not ourselves. Because that'd be weird. Oh, did you... Uh, we sh- So, we... Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. We're going to so, take a picture. Yes, for our trivia series. I'm going to put... We'll post a picture of this uh, later after this episode goes up. But so for our trivia series, we decided we need a trophy. Uh, now, Ken has a 3D printer. We talked about having a 3D printed trophy, but we were wandering around out of town at my sister's wedding, and we came across this little, like, game shop kind of thing, mm-hmm. and they had um, Funko Pops, which I am not at all interested in, never cared. Ken has a couple, kind of likes them, yeah. but we found a Klaus Funko Pop. And that is going to be He our is going trophy. to be our trophy. And he's never coming out of the box. Never. Much to the chagrin of my child. Oh my god, our son is so upset that we won't take him out of the box. He wants to play with him and he's not allowed to. Yeah. He'll be the trophy. <laughs> so I'll post a picture of that. Um, so yeah. So if you see the Facebook page before listening to this episode, that's what this is about. <laughs> um, also, if you check out the Facebook page, which again is under the umbrella, an Umbrella mm-hmm. Academy podcast on Facebook, um, I posted today a... Um, change.org petition that we came across oh that gosh. is to send Luther Hargreaves back to the moon. It was on... Could we, you imagine? It, we found... Like, Ken came across it on Reddit mm-hmm. and, like, the the like the original comment was even um, Reginald voted for this or signed this one or something yeah. along those lines. But it's hilarious. Um, when I posted it, there were about 4,200 signatures already. Uh, I'm fairly certain that if even, you know, well all or even half of our people from our Facebook page sign it, we'll get 5,000 signatures to send <laughs> Luther Hargreaves back to the moon. Because everyone knows, well, everyone who's listened to this podcast knows how I feel about Luther. How do you feel about Luther? I hate him. I really, really do. He has a couple of happy, shining moments, but he's mostly just a douchebag who, like, like Luther's around not knowing what he's doing and whining about everything. Maybe we should maybe we should re redo Under the Umbrella. <laughs> Rewatch. Yeah. For the fourth time for the watch fourth Under time, the Umbrella Academy. And we can we can review or it again. Under the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And we can review it again. This could just be it could just be a revolving. It be a It'll be like what we do with the office. How every time we watch it we find new things. Oh yes. We've been doing it for so long. What's what's going on? There's a hair on you. Oh. Yeah. That just got really sexy really, really fast. Did. There's a hair on you. Well yeah, I but when you get this close. <laughs> Everything is better. Uh, anyway, enough enough uh, lollygagging around. Mm-hmm. What uh, what episode are we working with today? So we've got episode four, mm-hmm. Loki, the uh, Nexus, the event. Nexus event. Yes, and I gotta say, Loki's kind of losing me a little bit. Not the character; he'll always have me. Um, but the show, oh. I'm just I'm not. I enjoy Slow. it when I'm watching it. 
Like, I, you know, I'm interested enough to pay attention, but the second it's over, I've, like, forgotten anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, like, just like when I watch Underworld. Like, I, I've watched it probably five or six times. Remember, remember nothing. You know a movie you did watch for the first time? 40-Year-Old Virgin. <laughs> you know, I watched 40-Year-Old Virgin the other night. For the I, first time. I had never seen it. Now, that movie came out in 2005. I know. It is 2021, and uh-huh. I just watched it for the first time. Not that bad. You know? I mean, there were a few moments that made me laugh. I love Steve Carell. I, actually, I love the entire cast. Like, everyone like Yeah, so I, I hadn't seen it since probably that around that time. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how many well-known stars there were in it mm-hmm. that I totally didn't even realize because at that point in my life... A lot of them was like their first role. Like um, uh, Mindy Kaling, it was her very first movie role. Um, and then she was That's later funny. on The Office and she's huge now. Mm-hmm. You know, she had The Office. She had... Um, I can't remember the name of her show that she had. Yeah. The Mindy Show or something like that. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so she got huge. Um, they Apparently Jason Siegel... They had a, um, he played Marshall in How About Your Mother. Yeah. Ken's giving me confused. No, I know, I know who it is, movie. but I didn't, they oh. wrote a, like, they wrote a character for him. Oh. But the producers didn't like it, so his character was cut. But it was supposed to be his, like, big breakout role. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Jonah Hill was in yeah. it, without, like, a teeny little role with the shoes, like, all yeah, kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, so it, weird. It was such a good movie. I, I mean, I probably will never watch it again, honestly. Um. And again, because I am obsessed with like movie trivia, I was reading trivia while watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, they there was a huge debate about whether or not to have Steve Carell have a six pack or not, mm-hmm. and like have him like you know be relatively muscular and everything like that, and and not just gross. Um, it was a huge debate. But Judd Apatow, who is the um, like the producer director and everything, mm-hmm. um, he convinced them that that is that that was how the character should go because he didn't want Steve Carell's character to be like this gross neckbeard icky kind of guy and that's oh. why he was a virgin. He wanted just to be that he's really shy and awkward and doesn't know what to say. Just a weird dude. Yeah, just, just, just a little shy Like because he, he's, you know, he's, in the movie he's a pretty normal guy. He's mm-hmm. just never had sex basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. So, I could review that movie. <laughs> I, could, I could break it all down. You I took that movie class, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> how many years ago? I don't know, like 12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. I took that class in, oh yeah, I guess it was like 12 years ago. I took that class in like 2010, I think. Yeah. <laughs> think, Anyhow. How's that? Now that we okay. have once Di-tribe again gone over. off subject for five minutes, if you're sticking in there with us, here we go. <laughs> Loki, episode four, the Nexus event. Mm-hmm. Frayed nerves and paranoia infiltrate the TBA as Mobius and Hunter B-15 search for Loki and Sylvie, which I disagree with. I don't think that frayed nerves and paranoia are infiltrating the TBA in this episode. No, I don't think I don't, paranoia. I, I don't think paranoia has anything to do with it. Right, I disagree with that entirely. <clears throat> so I, wow, I think that is a yeah. Horrible that was the synopsis. that was the description on Disney Plus. Why? I I don't know. There that was, doesn't like. I I didn't get paranoia at all. I mm-hmm. got confusion. Yeah, there was some confusion. You know, there's like. Some, I would say, revolution. Revelations? Yeah, like, there's, revelation. you know, a lot of that. But, you know, I, I would not say they were frayed nerves or paranoia. But I didn't, yeah. I mean, I guess, I wouldn't call it paranoia, but there's, you know, like, the sense that something's wrong and something that people aren't being told everything. But, all right. Well, I think that's more revel- revelation. Yeah, I think that's more of a revelation than anything else. All wow. right, well, let's dive in. Okay. <clears throat> so, we open on Asgard. Asgard. 
there is a child playing with toys and telling a story about a dragon being defeated by a Valkyrie um, when a time portal opens and several of the time cops come through, mm-hmm. one of which is Ravana. Yeah. Um, she holds up a scanner thing and says, there's the variant. And they take the little girl into custody for crimes against the sacred timeline. Mm-hmm. Then they reset it before <clears throat> leaving with her. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. The dragon she plays with mm-hmm. was actually um, on printed miniatures on Reddit. <gasps> you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who the who the maker is or not, but um, yeah, it's there somewhere. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, so they arrest her, um, they take her back. Yeah, they take her to the TVA. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like a little girl. Like, she's like maybe 10, I'm guessing, if not younger than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sees some guy in the TVA struggling, trying to, you know, get away. Mm-hmm. And she gets really upset, screaming that someone should help him. Right. You know, trying to get their attention. Um, she's processed the same way as Loki, through, you know, like all the different... Yeah. Areas that he has to go through, which, you know, was unnerving enough for Loki, an adult who's a god, you know, like for a child, it must have been really upsetting. Right. Um, then during her sentencing, she, like, surprises Ravana and manages to get away from her. And she steals her tempad at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, little girl, who we can assume is Sylvie. Yeah. Uh, runs through, uh, uh, or opens up a portal and then runs through it. And we see this scene is actually a flashback that Ravana is having when she is on the elevator just before she steps off and sees the timekeepers mm-hmm. who are like, you know, super 1970s cartoonish. Yeah, beings. it was pretty like, weird. I mean, it, it matched it. Remember in the first episode when they saw like the whole city? Mm-hmm. It matched the motif of that city. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I it feel really like, did. Yeah. But, um, and then. So that was, you know, Ravana's memories. Yeah. <clears throat> Mobius is waiting at the elevator doors for Ravana when she gets off. Mm-hmm. And he asks what so said. So I want to break, sorry, I want to break in. When Ravana was remem- remembering this, it kind of made sense. Like, I kind of like, something kind of clicked in my head. Like, there, she's not going, like, she doesn't, I don't think she really gives a shit about anything. Except that Sylvie made her look like an idiot mm-hmm. and that's Twice why now. and that's why she's going after her yeah like as opposed to like having moby like you know mobius or whoever going after mm-hmm. them yeah um, i would agree with that yeah well it's even that even is a little bit touched on later too because we know she like she's having a flashback so we know she remembers this mm-hmm. later on in the episode sylvia asks if she remembers her or remembers what she was taken what, to custody what she was for. Taken for and ravana's like i don't know and I'm fairly certain she does. Yeah, like, I think I that's think so. just a ploy. Um, so Mobius is waiting at the doors for mm-hmm. Ravana when she gets done with the timekeepers, and he asks if they're upset. And she's like super agitated. She's like, "Of course they're upset. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. Why would you ask me that?" Um, she says they blame her because she let the variant get away twice, and she had her right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mobius tells her that he wants to find Loki and he needs to go see C20 because she'd been with the variant, so he needs to know what she knows <clears throat> and what had happened to her. Right. And Ravana tells him, no, he can't. He's like, I have to if I'm going to like solve this case. Uh, Ravana finally tells him that C20 is dead. Yeah. And Mobius is like, <laughs> totally shocked. And I, I like, immediately, I my, my brain when she said dead was one of three things. Not dead, suicide, or killed by the TBA. Oh, Those she is like, pruned for sure. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, she's pretty. And they, like, never go, like, into further detail than that yet. Anyway, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they'll hear more. Um, so Mobius is, like, totally shocked. He said she seemed okay. She was talking. She was alert. Um, Ravana says, yeah, but Sylvia enchanted her. And by the time they got C-20 back to the TVA, she could barely speak. And it all went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mobius says that, you know, he had no idea. And Ravana's like, well, yeah, because we didn't tell you. And she keeps saying we. Yeah. And yet also tells him that no one else knows because... They didn't want people panicking. Yeah. I assume I, I she means herself and the timekeepers now. I really can't decide if at this point, at this point before I, we watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. at this point I couldn't decide if Ravana was like the one running everything or if she was just a pawn. Mm-hmm. Like just the way that she was talking and the way at, that she was like moving. At this point I still thought that, that she was not necessarily a pawn, but doing the bidding of the timekeepers. Like right. I, I felt like she was in the know entirely mm-hmm. um, and she was doing, you know, one of those is going to do whatever she is requested to do, or, you know, whatever they ask her to do, as well as keeping all their secrets and everything for them. Yeah. Um, but she's not actually making the decisions. Right. Um, I'm questioning that now, after the rest of this episode, but at this point, that was kind of where my brain was going. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of clear that she wasn't going to be the person that was, like, turned. Because, you, know, you know, in every story and theme, there's always that one person you think is in charge and they're turned so they're with the good guys or whatever and you can tell she's not that person That's not yeah kind of yeah. just yeah anyway <laughs> um, so she she tells him to keep it between them because they don't want anyone panicking and tells him that every moment the variants are out there they're in danger they being like the tba mm-hmm. is in danger and tells movies to find them yeah so then we have sylvie sitting watching the end of the world and she's so devastated upset that She's it just, wasn't a bar, and right? they didn't sit. That I, I feel like they missed. I was like, expecting Loki to like walk up like with a bottle of something to like hand her and right. be like, "Let's get drunk at the end of the world," you know? I, I, like I just, I feel like okay, so, like I get, like I don't really understand this scene, and I think this is where it starts losing me. Like, I know that I've been saying like I'm not really sure, not sold on this show, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think, I feel like this little scene is what kind of, like, started to lose me for sure. Like, because they could have gone so many other ways with it. Like, Mm -hmm. this conversation feels like it could have happened in a bar, which could have made them a little, like, tipsy or full, as Loki puts it. Mm -hmm. Which which we discovered last night, apparently in, like, Norwegian, which is mm -hmm. what Asgardian basically is. Full actually means drunk. Yeah. So when she asked him if he's drunk, and he goes, no, I'm full. He's like, he's, you know, it means yeah. he's drunk. It's, yeah. Yeah, but what Norwegian. I, but, <laughs> but it would have given more context to, like, what I think is going on mm-hmm. is that he's falling for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, that's the implication in this show. I don't think that's what's happening. Well, he hasn't been able to say it, so... Well, I also, I don't think, no, no, I don't, not, not, I think he's falling for her. I don't think she's him. I don't think she's a Loki. You still don't think she's a Loki? I still don't think she's a Loki. Even though we've seen her in Asgard. That doesn't mean she's a Loki. She could have been, you know, like the bastard child of one of the gods or something like that. She could have been somebody else. Like, she, you know, could have mm, been, a, like, you know, some maybe. other relation or something like that. Maybe, maybe Odin got a little frisky with one of the handmaids. I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like. Yeah, but o- Odin wouldn't bestow that power. Loki's power comes from his from... true, but in a different timeline, you know, Loki could have given powers to someone else. He did that in the comics. Yeah, but I, Odin like does well, I like elemental like, saying, type like magic. I, I'm just saying I don't I don't think she's actually a Loki. 
Mm. I think that she is someone else. And I think she knows that, too. You think so? Like, well, because she gets so angry at him when he calls her Loki or when he refers to her as well, Loki. Well, yeah, but I mean... She gets, like, she's, so mad at him. She's been on her own since, what, seven? Well, yeah. But I, I still, I think that... I don't think she's a Loki. So I think that he he is falling for her. We, we're, you know, fairly certain of that. It's been yeah. tiptoed around this entire episode. But I don't think she's a Loki. So I don't think it's as, you know groundbreaking and earth-shattering as they make it seem. Yeah. Uh, or it's narcissistic, rather, as they make it seem. Um, I think that she is someone else. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that would make it feel better. But either way... Right. I think they could have had a lot more, like, heart, I mm-hmm. guess, put into it if it was in, yeah. like, a different setting. Because, like, all they're doing in this scene is sitting on some rocks and, like... Watching the world watching crumble. The world crumble which I don't think... I, I think is very out of character for Loki. Mm-hmm. And even, well, I'm not sure about Sylvie, but yeah, I think even out of character for a, a Sylvie or a Loki feel-alike, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she's so she's so badass. Like, I don't know why. But also, I mean, what else are they going to do? Like, they can't go anywhere or do anything. Yeah, but I just think there's a different setting they could have been oh, in. Oh, yeah, I agree Like, I feel like... I mean, like, I feel like they put them in this scene so they could, like, get saved right in the nick of time because they could actually see the explosion that's happening in, mm-hmm. at them. So they get saved, like, right in the nick of time. But I also feel like they could have been, you know, in a house. They could have been doing something else, you know, like drinking or eating or, you know, see, something else. I, that, I feel like watching the world, like, falling apart around them literally just kind of shows how hopeless they are. Like, they both know they can't do anything sure. about it. So I think they've both just given up altogether. Yeah, and, but I also really... I really think they did a, a disservice to Mobius, too. Because I feel like they just, like, opened two, port- opened two portals. Yeah, I was right? hoping, like, and Mobius like, was gonna, like, you know, they come in had, and be like, Loki, get your ass moving. Get, they like, could have like, had, like, Mobius come in. They could have mm-hmm. had B-15 come in. You know, they could have had a lot of different things happen. Especially with, like, later in the episode when... You know, B fifteen is having some like, what is what's Doubt, going on? Yeah. You know, the, you know they could have had Mobius and B fifteen come in, and like Mobius was like, "Well, we're taking you in now," and B fifteen be like, "Wait," and they could have had this. They could have teleported somewhere else mm-hmm. outside of the TVA and had this conversation about like, well, you know, all you are variants, and they could have like showed Mobius, and they could have had, you know, they could have had like a. Um, uh, like a what is that called? Like a rebel caught. Like they could have mm-hmm. had like a rebel thing, which I th- I think would fit Loki's character way more than like than what happened. Yeah, I agree. But I actually I kind of like the fact that Mobius and B fifteen both came to the realization that you know the TVA wasn't what they thought it was separately. I actually like that. Yeah. Because I, I they're, just... they're both, both so resistant to it. And yet, yeah. the part I had trouble with is that they both kind of believed it real fast. Yeah. Well, that, that, see, that, that was, was... What, what got what surprised me, was that they both, like, there wasn't a whole lot of of them wrestling with the situation. I mean, you, like, we see, like, what triggers them to, like, realize this, but there wasn't a whole lot of, like, you know, back and forth or realize, yeah. you know, it was, it just felt, this whole episode kind of felt, like, compacted to me. Yeah. Like, they were like, okay, we've got, you know, two episodes after this. We've got to get it all into this one so we can set up the next one and right, go from there. Right, right. So well, that's probably why I didn't like this episode very much because it just seemed like... It was super... The, 
the storyline and the character weird. arc was yeah. just it was different and yeah. odd and like I feel like it's because the first three they didn't really like do a whole lot or have any major reveals except for when Sylvia showed up like that was like the only like major yeah. reveal um, so now they're like okay we gotta have something major happening so we can continue yeah. the rest but. well all that's all that to say they're basically they go they sit on rocks they have a moment mm-hmm. she uh, does talk about Asgard and yeah. how she remembers it when she was little um, she says the universe wants to break free from mm-hmm the you know sacred timeline so it manifests chaos she was taken by the tva because she was born the goddess of mischief which Mm. went against the sacred timeline um which yes that statement calls into question my belief that she's not actually a loki but i still Mm. don't think she's a loki um she kept running from them but everywhere she went she caused a nexus event which then pointed them to her until she figured out she could learn like she could hide in the apocalypse and she yeah didn't she say she grew up in the apocalypse or something yeah in apocalypses or yeah, something Yeah, so she grew up in apocalypses, trying to, you know, get away from the TVA. Um, and so she kind of, like, explains to him, like, what, you know, what was going on. Yeah. At the TVA, Mobius and B-15 at the same moment are trying to find Loki and Sylvie. She asks him if there's any news on C-20, and he just tells her no. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't even hesitate. He's like, nope, nothing. No news on her. Uh, yeah. Which we're all like, liar! Uh, but, you know. Yeah. He, he, he and Ravana are, are, are tight, and he was doing her solid by telling, you know, no one, like she asked him to. Yeah. Back on Lamentis, Loki and Sylvia are sitting together, watching the moon break apart and come at them. She asks if what makes a Loki a Loki is they're destined to lose. Mm-hmm. And he says that that's not it, it's that they always survive, even if they do lose. Yeah. Um, he says that she's amazing because she managed to nearly take down the TBA and she was only a child when they took her. He takes her hand, and when he takes her hand, it causes, like, a major branch on the timeline that Mobius sees. Yeah, so if you remember, like, if you looked at all the other ti- the branches, mm-hmm. they're, like, a slow, gradual, like, Yeah, and this one's, like, curve up, And this up. one shoots, like, straight mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Which I don't totally understand, but whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I th- see, this is, what, this is what bugs me, because if... if, if and I'm putting in some quotes right now because I know what happens later. But if love is what like makes it branch like that, mm-hmm. how ca- how is it not branching all the fucking time that hard? When because there's got to be other like timeline or other people that are like, oh, I'm gonna fall in love with this woman who's right? not supposed to be, who's you know, yeah, or whatever. You know, I don't how to. How is it not branching that hard all the time? Yeah. Well, I feel like Mobius does kind of allude to that, you know, because it's because it's Loki specifically falling for himself is what they you know, yeah. Think. Um, but yeah, so they like it branches like crazy, mm-hmm. um, and then just before the planet implodes, two time portals open, and we see Sylvie and Loki like stand up. And then they're in custody. And then they look, yeah, they turn around and they're like, oh, look, doors. And they go out. Yeah. Um, so while they're in custody, they're, you know, both like kind of like fighting, but at the same time, like, you know, not really yeah. fighting. Which was weird. Like, I, it was like I slow motion of like walking through its hall. Like Sylvie's like, like moving her shoulders, trying to get like away from the minimum. I'm like, where are you going to go? Where, yeah. where are you going to do, lady? Like, just stop. We, we all know if you were really trying hard, you could get out, but you're not really trying hard. So just shh. She's right where she wants to be. Stop pretending. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we go to Mobius and Loki. Yep, they go back to the big room from the first episode. Um, so Loki's, like, you know, fighting the Minutemen, and then he and Mobius bicker about Loki being an asshole, basically. Yeah, he says, he says, you're not God, the god of mischief, you're kind of an asshole and a bad friend. Yeah. 
Uh, he, and that's when he opens the red door and pushes him through. Yeah, the, the big red time Which portal. we find out is a time cell. Yes. Yep. So... Uh, time prison. Just, like the Dementors. Before... Like the Dementors. They got me. <laughs> just before... I'm prison Mike. The, the Minutemen shove him into the red time portal. Loki gets Mobius to like, listen to him for a second. Mm-hmm. And Mobius tells them to wait for one more desperate trick from the desperate tricker. Trickster? Tricker. Mm, tricker. Oh, Jacob, excuse me. Wow. The desperate trickster... Um, Loki <laughs> says the TVA has been lying to him. Mobius smirks at him, laughs, and tells the Minuteman to put him in. And they try to put shove him in. in. Hmm? What? Listening to? I heard a kid. Oh. Um, so the, as they try to shove him into the portal, Loki says, no, 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 no. They hurl him through. He's back on Asgard, kind of like mm. a courtyard area. Um, Lady Sif is there. First time we've seen her in a really long time. Yeah. Um, so she's there. She's super angry. She's holding a chunk of her hair in her hand. She walks up, punches him in the face, and says, You did this! Slaps him, I thought. I didn't think she punched him in the face. Uh, yeah, I think it's like it was like a like halfway open-handed slap almost. Oh, yeah, like it, maybe. Was, it was kind of weird. Like it looked like a punch, then it looked like a slap. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was very strange. So yeah, so she she hits him. And yeah. then um, he says, oh, great, a bad memory prison. How quaint. Yeah. And, and then, then she, she kicks him right She knees him in the junk, <laughs> punches <laughs> him again, and then stalks off. Yeah. So Loki gets off the ground, talking to the sky, universe, TVA, whatever. <laughs> and he says, oh, great. He's like, I remember what I did next now. He's like, I went and I had a hot bath, nice glass of wine. I never thought about it again because it was just a bit of fun. <laughs> and then Lady Sip comes back from the same direction. Yeah. So it's on a loop. And same encounter all over again. So Loki figures out now that he is in a time loop, and mm-hmm. when she comes back the third time, he interrupts her, completes her sentence where she, you know, says, "You're, you know," she talks about how you're, you know, gonna be alone forever, basically. Yeah. Um. So he interrupts her sentence, tells her that she is a reconstruction of a past event created by the organization that controls all time. He tells her to trust him and help her escape. <laughs> and she's kind of quiet for a second, then he's in the junk again and walks off. <laughs> she calls him pathetic first, though. So she's able yeah. to at least, like, kind of interact with him a little bit. Yeah, like, that's kind of weird. Like, her, like, what she does is still the same, but she, her script changes based on what he says to her. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. It is interesting. Uh, but when you can, like, make a million copies of something. It's true. And, you know. It's true. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Uh, so Mobius walks into Ravana's office. She asks if he should be rev- interviewing his variant. He says that Loki's cooling off in the time cell, and he asks to interview the other variant. But mm-hmm. she says no. Um, of course. He's, she tells him to stick with his Loki <laughs> and figure out what the next what the Nexus event was, mm-hmm. and that Sylvie's too dangerous. And he says this is what he does, and she's like, no, no, let me do what I do. Which, again, super shady. Like, you know, we start with... Just in this episode, we have the whole thing with C20, where she's mm-hmm. clearly not telling all of the truth. Right. Um, and then we have her just not allowing him to see Sylvie, or to interview her at all, Sylvie. under the guise oh, yeah. of it being too dangerous for him. Um, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, we already know Mobius has gone after other variants frequently. It's his job. So yeah. it's nothing, like, it shouldn't be, <laughs> shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, right. right. Um, so, shitty right there. And outside of the outside the office, like outside the cell where they're holding Sylvie, mm-hmm. you see B twenty kind of like talking toward B-52. the camera. B fifteen. B fifty two. Jesus. <laughs> you see B fifteen. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> lo- like kind of talking toward the camera. She's asking one of the other Minutemen if they're all right. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mobius walks up, and you see 
Um, and he like looks at the guy the other minute, and you see him like holding like a cloth to his face, and he goes, mm. "Man, they never go quietly." <laughs> um, and B fifteen asks Mobius if he's going back to his Loki. Then he asks if Loki told him anything, mm-hmm. and he says Loki told him the TVA is lying to them, which he clearly doesn't believe. He's like, "Yeah, he said he's lying, of course, you know, mm-hmm. whatever." Yeah. And asks her why she's curious, and she says she's just doing her job. And Mobius is like, right, your job. And then he walks the away. The job that you don't do this way, right. Okay, <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, like, I kind of found I kind of found it interesting. Like, after she asks him that, like, she, I feel like she gets soft, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, she, she's like usually like, turns. she's usually like totally like um, down to business. Like, mm-hmm. her face is usually like super angular. Like, very unemotional. And, like, this very yeah. like professional. And this then, is my job. This is what I do. She, and then even asking him about himself mm-hmm. is weird, out of character for her. And then just like the way that she kind of like turns away from everybody and then just kind of has this like, you can see the emotion come through mm-hmm. on her face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think. <laughs> The, the woman who plays this character did a really good job, and I cannot think of her name right now, but I she did a really good yeah. job with this character. In this particular moment, I, my red flags were going off, and I was like, oh, she's going to do something shady. Yeah. Like, that's what's happening, which we know is not what happened. But I was <laughs> like, uh-oh, here here it comes. Because yeah. we talked about how we, like, we thought that she was going to be some kind of like traitor or like, you know, do something. Well, I mean, to... technically she is I mean, she, a yeah, traitor. traitor against the TVA. Yeah. But I, I, I meant like, we've talked about her being like the villain basically. Right. Um, or like trying to kill Loki or whatever. And um, this is like, in my mind, this is where I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. So then we're back on fake Asgard and Loki is on the ground again as Lady Sif comes back. Totally sweating. Him. Like, yeah, he's oh, been yeah. kicked in the he's balls. Like, oh my quite god! Oh my god! Days. Stop! He stops <laughs> her with a heartfelt apology and says that he craves attention because he's a uh, narcissist and is scared to be alone and is scared to be alone forever. And she holds out her hand to him, helps him up, and says he is alone and always will be. And then walks off. So Which one least, hurt more? So, right? Like you can see like his face, and it's like, would you rather have gotten kicked in the balls? Because I think you would have rather gotten kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Mobius walks in and asks if Loki is ready to talk. They go back to the big room mm-hmm. and sit down. Loki says, fancy tech, threatening interrogation tactics. They're stuck in their own time loop. And mm-hmm. um, he's like, aha, I, I see see what you're doing. And Mobius is like, all right, stop, be quiet. Um, Mobius asks about TBA lying to him, but Loki won't really give him a straight answer. Mm-hmm. So Moby at, Mobius. Um, Moby. <laughs> Moby. <laughs> Should always rise. Should always rise. Uh, if you've seen How I Met Your Mother. You'll get it. <laughs> if not, go watch it. Season three, I think. Good season. I don't know. Yeah. The one, the, it's one of the um, one of the New Year's Eve ones. One of the New Year's Eve yes. one where they where Ted hires a uh, limousine and mm-hmm. they drive to all the different parties to figure it out. They do. Yeah. yeah. Back to Loki. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Back to Loki. Mobius asks why he's working for the variant. Loki says he isn't working for her. And Mobius asks if they're partners. Loki says no. She's irritating and always tries to hit him. <laughs> um, and like this is a I'm lot pretty of, sure like, Loki bravado. could say that about everybody right? that he meets. <laughs> Especially like every woman he's ever met in his entire life. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is like a lot of like Loki bravado in this particular part. Mm-hmm. Mobius wants to know what the Nexus event on Lamentis was, but Loki says he won't tell him. So Mobius says that he's going to miss their tete-a-tetes and say hi to Lady Sif. 
and he, like stands up to leave and mm-hmm. Loki kind of like panics. He's like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And then he <laughs> yeah. was like, I was pulling the strings all along. It was me. <laughs> I was the man behind the curtain. <laughs> um, the variant came to him on Asgard long ago. Took him to one of her apocalypses. They made their plans. And Mobius asks what the plans were. Loki tells him that they're coming along nicely, basically is what he says. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they were plans and they're they're happening. We're, we're doing good, but like won't elaborate. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's all fake and bravado. Oh, I just um, remember... Shasha and Hazel. Elaborate. <laughs> Elaborate. Oh, we might have to watch Umbrella Academy again. We're watching like once a year, you know, it, it works. There you go. Um, anyway, back to Loki. <laughs> um, Mobius tells him that Sylvie was pruned and kind of like spun a story about how it all happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki looks like crestfallen at first. Like, you know, yeah. he's like super upset. And then he's like, well, good riddance. And here comes the bravado right back. And at this point, Mobius figures out what the Nexus event was and is like, oh my God, you fell for yourself. The biggest narcissist fell for himself. He said it was pure chaos and that can break reality. He calls um, Loki an incredible um, seismic narcissist. He then asks if infiltrating the TVA was part of the grand plan and Loki says their interests were aligned. Yep. Mobius wants to know why they want to overthrow the timekeepers and loki says that you know maybe it's because they need to be overthrown yeah and mobius like says i should box your ears for that <laughs> which is just, uh such a weird thing to say yeah especially in the circumstance like not not only can mobius not even like let loki you know say the timekeepers need to be overthrown but he also has to be like hey dude don't don't mess with my random time lord gods like don't screw yeah. with this like Instead of like just playing along with it, mm-hmm. like he was like, "Dude, shut up." Even yeah, and this is almost the point where like Loki is getting super pissed. Like, yeah, he's getting he's really freaking out. out. And like, all I could think was like, "Dude, show him his past. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do it. You could." He's sitting right there. Mm-hmm. You could touch him. You could literally reach out and touch him. There's no guards in there yet. Well, but magic doesn't work there though. Oh. So he couldn't use his magic or enchantments. Right. You'd have to convince Mobius to take him out of the TVA to do anything about it. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, so then right. like Loki kind of starts to get agitated and says that if what Sylvie told him was true, they do need to be overthrown. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobius gets upset and won't listen, so then Loki gets louder, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of out of character for him. He doesn't usually like lose get, his composure. Le- like, get louder to get someone's attention doesn't usually isn't usually necessary <clears throat> for him. Yeah. Um, and he says that everyone that works the TVA are variants and tells Mobius that he had a life, maybe even a family. The TVA erased all of his memories, but that Sylvie can still find them through enchantment. Mm-hmm. And Mobius, like, there's, like, a second where he looks hopeful, where he's like, oh, this isn't all I am. This isn't all I was. And then he's like, no, Loki's fucking with me. <laughs> I'm done. God damn. And yeah. he sends Loki back to the time zone. Like, he's like, screw you. Like, en- enough. Um, yeah. As he's being shoved back through, Loki, 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 yes. <laughs> Loki tells Mobius that uh, Mobius is the biggest liar there. Mm-hmm. And Mobius asks if it's because he lied about his girlfriend. And Loki's like, well, I can respect that. Like, it's part of your ploy. It's part of your interrogation. Whatever. I get yeah. it. It's the lies that you tell yourself that are disappointing. <laughs> and Mobius has just this shocked look on his face. Yeah. Like, so, he can't believe that that is, like, what Loki... Yeah. So, do you remember when... when, when um... Loki was getting all upset and telling him that he's a variant and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's a really weird thing with the light 
where yeah, there was like, like a shadow across. that passed over him. Yeah, so like he he started out in the light. Like mm-hmm. he started like I guess maybe the light came over him. It's, it was like the camera kind of moved around him, but it caused like the light to shift in front of his yeah, face. Yeah, so like it became it it did like the Luke Skywalker thing, you know, where like mm-hmm. the whole movie he's like dressed in black and then in the very last scene it opens up and it has a white inside and mm-hmm. he's like part of the light or whatever. Well, this is like in that Jedi. Yeah, that, yes. yeah. Yes. It was this in is Jedi. like this My was favorite. Like, this was. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is like that in reverse, where it's like mm-hmm. he's in the dark, the light comes across him, so he's like kind of like mulling it over, mm-hmm. and then it quickly goes back and he's dark yeah. after he's like, well, no. Because you, you pointed out when we were watching it, and at first I was like, no, it's just like a weird camera thing or it's like some kind of artifact, but I was like, no, no, this is Marvel. Mm-hmm. This is Marvel, this is Disney, this is, you know. A Disney Plus television show that has Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. There is no way they didn't put the money into making sure that every bit of lighting was perfect. So there is definitely a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think you're right. It's like he's coming from the dark into the light. And this is like where he gets his first little clue. That yeah. Things are not all that he right. thinks they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we go out. He has shoved through the portal, mm-hmm. and then we go to B fifteen. Yeah, she's back outside the door of Sylvie's cell, and she seems to be like theater kind of, forty seven. Was it? Oh yeah, time theater forty seven. Right, if that perfect. makes a difference <laughs> to you, um, we see her like almost psyching herself up. Mm-hmm. It seems like, like, like you know when someone's getting ready to like do something that they need adrenaline for, and they go <laughs> and like bounce and like get ready to go and like mm-hmm. jump out of a plane or whatever. That's like almost like she's like mentally doing that. It seems like, and like you can see it on her face. Like she mm-hmm. did a fantastic job. Um, and she looks at a motivational poster, motivational in quotes poster, which says, "Did you get them all? Make sure through deletion." Yeah. Just in case okay. we were out of where we were in the TVA. Yeah. Um, so then she grabs her <laughs> pruner and like walks into Sylvie's cell. And at this point, I'm like, oh, she's going to go kill Selby. Like, that's what she's doing. Like, she's she's going to yeah, kill her. Uh, yeah. Then uh, she opens the time portal and tells Sylvie to go with her. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> New twist. Yeah. I like it. But I thought, I, I honestly thought that she was psyching herself. And I'm sure this was intentional, especially because of that poster. Um, that she was psyching herself up to go kill Sylvie. Yeah. Not what happens. Uh, so... We just all we see is we we see her at, like telling Sylvia to go with her in the new scene. Yeah. Um, in Ravana's office. Yeah, Mobi- Mobius and, mm-hmm. and she she's showing Mobius a file, um, which he signs. It's Loki's file, and she's it's case closed. And then they have a drink. Yeah. He looks at the pin. He like. I caught this thing where he like stares at the pin intensely, mm-hmm. like for a while, and I'm yeah. like. What the fuck? When we were like, watching, I was like, does the pen have significance? Or is he just, like, needing something to focus on while he's more? Yeah, which really, on? like, I don't know. It, it, that that kind of bugged me. I was like, either take the pen or put it down. Like, don't, why, why are we fixating <laughs> on a pen? Like, it was just, Come it, on, it just seemed, it just seemed like a weird choice to have. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it was meant to illustrate his, like, uneasiness with the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, he like yeah. So yeah. then they they have a drink because that's what they do when they close a file. They have a drink together. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. Um, she asks him if he could go anywhere and to any time, where would he go? Yeah. And instead of answering, he asks her why she would let him talk to Sylvie, and she says they couldn't risk her escaping again, which is kind of a slap in the face to Mo- to Mobius. Yeah. Um, and she asks him again, you know, okay, like where would you go? And he says he'd be right here doing his job, and she's like, okay, loser. 
Um, and she tells him that the timekeepers have told her they want to oversee the variant's pruning and they want him to be there too. Uh, which I almost feel like is, you know, like when like dictators make people like their, their underlings like kill people or watch them be killed so they can like control them better. Mm-hmm. That's what that felt like to me. Yeah. Um, like they were like trying to like prove his allegiance by making him like watch them prune the variant. Yeah. Or something, which, uh, you know, ugh. Um, then he asks her, rather than like responding to that, he asks her when she noticed that C20 was a problem. And Ravana's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, this is not how we usually behave. Like, the, you, we should be excited. Why are you asking me all these questions? Yeah. And he says, it just seems really odd. She says she's trying to protect him because the variant scares the hell out of her and she doesn't want him getting hurt. C20 lost her mind and Ravana was afraid it would happen to him. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, super heartfelt and, like, really, like, earnest about this. Yeah. And... I don't know. I've always kind of felt she's fake from totally the very beginning. Totally like, I was like, yeah. I was like, she is lying to you. Like, that yeah. is not what's happening here. She doesn't want him near the variant because she doesn't want him knowing whatever it is the variant knows about her. Yeah. That's what it is. It has For nothing sure. to do with her being worried about him. And I honestly don't think that she's ever worried about him. I think their whole, like banter and back and forth and flirtiness and the drinks after cases I think that's her way of keeping him close because mm-hmm. especially if he was a variant I mean it like, worked for you right you, well, you fed me like wild animal and I was fine so I'm here forever now <laughs> that's why you shouldn't feed the squirrels because you know they become dependent they want cell phones and more more bed space and same thing happened to me <laughs> <laughs> for those that are wondering yes this is actually how we talk to each other yes <laughs> This is a window into our relationship. Congratulations. Is it a window or is it like putting a glass up to a wall? Because you can actually, you can hear through the wall. Because they can hear us, they can't see us. That's true. I suppose that's true. (laughs) Um, We got to move this along. Yes. Our listeners are not going to listen much longer. We're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) Um, So he says that he doesn't believe her and she says that she's been or he has been spending too much time with Loki's Mm -hmm. she also says their friendship is special and worth fighting for just like the sacred timeline and he's like okay crazy and he was like all right you know sure and then changes the subject asks her what she's gonna do with her trophy which is um Loki's blade I think it's It's Sylvie's Sylvie's blade it's Sylvie's sword got it it looks smaller Mm -hmm. um when she gets to put in her display he swaps out their temp pads so clearly doesn't trust her. And um, then he <laughs> yeah. says he's leaving. And she's like, no, celebrate. Hang on. You just closed a career case. And he's like, nah, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. So he leaves. Then we see B-15 and Sylvie. They're walking out of the time portal at Rock's cart yeah. just before the apocalypse. Because Why we know not? that's where they can go hang out without anything happening. Sylvie asks if B-15 wanted to have a fair fight. And that's why she brought her there. But B-15 totally like spins it on his head. And she's like, look, when I was enchanted, I saw things in my head. Mm-hmm. Things I shouldn't have and she wants to know why she put them there basically um sylvie says that no no i i just showed you your life before the tva b15 goes nope i was created by the tva and this is where sylvie says that she can't create memories she can only show what's already there mm-hmm. which i which is interesting I don't because know if that's true like we like i suppose it's true because she's saying it right now but it doesn't sound correct yeah so wrong. she's not she's not she's enchanting she's not mm-hmm. doing illusion but if she, like, you know, her plan was to enchant the guard into believing he loved her on on Lamentis, unless, like, she's, maybe she's just not creating memories or something. I don't know. Maybe she's using the memory, and maybe she's swapping herself in for someone in his memories. I suppose that could make sense. 
Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, she she only show what's already there. Well, but so the, but the thing like what she does though is she enchants them so she shows them whatever memory mm-hmm. and then she while their mind is taken over by that memory she uses their body to do whatever she wants okay yeah that's right that makes sense yeah all right um so she says all the tva people are variants just like her and b15 tells her to show her so sylvie takes her hand and shows her her memories b15 starts to cry and says that she looked happy mm-hmm. and then i said b15 sees some shit she does and she, <laughs> she's like i looked i looked happy like what uh which just alludes to the fact that she's not happy now mm-hmm. like at all yeah and then she asks uh what now yeah so we have mobius back in like the the file stacks where you know yeah yeah where they keep everything he opens the temp pad that he took from from, from ravana and he uses it to pull up c20's file and he sees a video of her talking about um her life in in the sacred timeline and she's like i was there i, I there was this place i used to go to i like margaritas like this is what i like mm-hmm. i was there and she says, I, I was a variant. And then she also says, and so is everyone. Everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was Mobius's second big, oh my God. Big, moment. oh my God, yeah. yeah. So we've got Loki in his time cell talking to himself when Mobius comes through with a time portal and asks Loki if he really think because he's mumbling about how he's going to be alone forever, basically. Mm-hmm. And Loki's like, do you really think that? Do you really think you're going to be alone together? Because the Nexus event Loki caused could bring the whole place down, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so if he really thinks he's going to be alone forever, then that that wasn't it. That wasn't a Nexus event, you know, whatever. Um, he asked Loki if Sylvie implanted those memories into C20, and Loki says that he believes her. He believes that she, what she's saying. Mobius says he can't believe he's taking the word of two Lokis, and that Loki was probably right from the beginning. He tells Loki that in order to save Sylvie, he has to trust him. Loki has to trust Mobius. Mm-hmm. And then he says that Loki can be whoever he wants to be. He can be good if he wants, just in case someone, being himself, <laughs> has ever told you different. He's like, yeah. like super, like Loki. Listen, you can be good. Don't listen to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're like he's the one who told me he was bad. My mama, my mom, my mama said <laughs> the Madula Oblingata is devil. You're gonna have to watch that movie so you stop making those references. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they. Go back through the time portal together, and Ravana's there waiting with several Minutemen mm-hmm. um, holding Mobius's temp pad. And she says she thinks he has something of hers. And he goes, Yeah, I got all the way down there before I realized I picked up yours. Crazy. <laughs> and he thinks on his feet real good because. That, I yeah, I think like, he does. Yeah. Like, I feel like she already knows what's happening because like, he's already been acting kind of funny. But if he hadn't been acting odd, like, she would have been probably been like, All right, sure, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't say anything, so Mobius tells her that if he could go, like, he knows it didn't work. Mm-hmm. If he could go wherever he wanted, he would go where he was actually from and to whatever life he had before the TVA showed up. Mm-hmm. And he says, maybe I had a jet ski. And she's like, prune him. Yep. She tells me, and they prune. prune. they prune him. They do. It was like, <laughs> goodbye, Mobius. Um, yeah. It was very upsetting, like, very fast. And I, was, I, I was almost like, done, finished, no more. <laughs> um, Loki, like, almost cries and is, like, taken out of the room, like, totally stunned. Mm-hmm. Ravana tells them to wait for her at the elevator, and she takes the time to kind of compose herself. And I think this is, like, the only time that we see that maybe it did affect her to have to prune Mobius. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were, she actually did consider him a friend. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I think she saw him as a means to an end. I, I feel like it's almost like a situation with, like, Mobius and Loki, mm-hmm. where... Loki's the variant that Mobius is, like, in charge of. But, you know, 50, 60 years, however long, Mobius has been the TVA down the line. So they've kind of, like, developed her, like, he's almost like her pet. 
Anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, so she's a little I, sad. I, I have you know, a that, theory. Mm-hmm. I have a theory, but we have to, we have to wait until yes. the end because I got to... Let's get there. You know, yeah. um, so she goes into Sylvie's cell and sees that Sylvie's hair is all wet. Um, she asks who had been there with her and the guard tells her B-15 was there because she insisted. B-15 said that she had to be there. Ravana tells them to put out an alert for B-15 because she's also been compromised by the variant. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that was interesting that she said also, unless like it's been widely known that Mobius was compromised by one of the variants. I just thought that was yeah interesting little you know, tidbit. Um, Sylvie asks, oh wait, back here, at the gold elevator, mm-hmm. Sylvie asks Loki if he's all right. He kind of nods his head. Not yeah, really I wrote. Very I wrote. Loki is pissed, heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> who was, <laughs> who was in here with? Well, I don't know what that means. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I, yeah, um, I can't tell if he's heartbroken or like crestfallen. Super angry, yeah. yeah, pissed. I don't know. I did think it was sweet that Sylvie like really quietly asked if he's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I think he's more attached to her than she is to him. But this kind of just shows that you know she. Well, she there's is, there's always a reacher in a cellar, right? Right. Loki is the Reacher and Loki is a Settler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I actually kind of like that. That was funny. <clears throat> um, Ravana tells the guards that she can, she has them from there. Mm-hmm. And they all, you know, the guards step aside. They, The door is open and they get on the elevator. Um, so Ravana, Loki, and Sylvie got in the golden elevator. Sylvie asks if Ravana remembers her and Ravana says she does. Sylvie asks what her Nexus event was. It was enough to take her from her life and lead to all of this. So it must have been really important. Ravana says she doesn't remember. Mm-hmm. Lies! She totally does. I'm sure she does. <laughs> yeah. They step off the elevator into the timekeeper's chamber. They which go to see like the lizards. Super Ghostbusters. Like, Ugh. like everything about it was like the end of Ghostbusters. And seriously, like I fully expected to see like Bill Murray like walking out with oh his backpack. Oh my god, that <laughs> would have made this streams. series so much better. Right. Oh my gosh. But that was well. What, so that is one hundred percent what I thought was going to happen. It's honestly. it's funny that it's well. That's pretty much what I thought in Mulan when I thought it was going to be Green Destiny at the end. Uh, but um, no. Once I got like a really good look at the lizards, mm-hmm. I was like, "It looks like a fucking ride at Disneyland." It does. Where it's like like awful animatronics, yeah. and I was like, "Wait, people like worship these things, really? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's concerning." Like, no one thought this was not like real. Good? Like, yeah. what? Um, so Ravana calls them the gracious timekeepers mm-hmm. and says that oh, they're floating, by the way, like in these three yeah. chairs, like floating over this like smoky Ghostbusters-esque room. It's all about presentation. Seriously, I, it like was very much like pay no attention to the man behind the, the curtain to me. Like that's exactly what this seemed like oh, to me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yes. just like fucking... <laughs> Just, just Oz, right there. Like, yeah, yeah Wizard Oz, right there. Uh, one of the timekeepers asked Don't them, look behind the curtain! <laughs> one of the timekeepers asks them what they have to say for themselves before they meet their ends. And Loki asks if that's what they really brought them there for, just to kill them. Mm-hmm. And he says he's lost track of the number of times he's been killed. Sylvie says that she thinks they're scared, which they disagree with. They're like, ha, 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 never. Yeah, and, and they're all talking like a weird... like. I almost couldn't understand a word they said. Right, I had to keep like backing it up so I could read the the captions. Yeah, it I'm was thinking like so like bad. shades of Jabba the Hutt here. There's yeah. like so oh, much oh, going oh, on oh, in oh. this like just the scenery here. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so 
They they disagree with her. They don't think they're scared. Um, she keeps See me, she keeps Jedi. talking and tries. See me, Jedi. Whoa. Uh, so Sylvie tries to like take a step toward them, but Ravana uses the time looper on her, so mm. she goes back. Um, and then again, she tries to walk forward to them. Ravana uses the time looper again. It doesn't work. <gasps> what? And then <laughs> B fifteen comes through. B fifteen steps off the elevator using I'm her temp pad. Just ready for action. <laughs> and the collars fall from Loki and Sylvie. Um, and then B fifteen throws a saber, yeah, the blade to Sylvie. The, the sword, Sylvie's mm-hmm. sword. They all fight. Very last Jedi fight scene. Um, mm-hmm. Like they're all like fighting together, and like Loki and and Sylvie yeah. are like help. You know, like I. Oh, you know, I totally like, heard. I totally started hearing. You were a maniac, maniac, <laughs> da, da, da. Well, I'm pretty sure that was what was planned then, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, B-15 is killed, I think. Like, they don't actually show her being killed, but she fights and she falls. So I'm assuming she's oh, dead Oh, B-15? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm totally pretty sure pruned. she's dead. Yeah. Um, they don't show it happening, but she's gone. Mm-hmm. Loki and Sylvie fight the Minutemen until Sylvie starts fighting Ravana instead. Mm-hmm. And then she knocks out Ravana. Just as Loki kills last of the Minutemen. Yep. And again, one of those stupid classic things where you're like, ha ha, you're unconscious. You're no threat to me now. Which like, oh, come on. She's not dead. She's Just not. Pruner. Oh my like... God. So yeah. one of the timekeepers tells her that she's a child of the timekeepers too. So we can talk like he's like, like scrambling here. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're one of us. Like, let's, let's, let's chat about this. She throws her saber and cuts Chops off, off his head. head. Yeah. Would the others kind of like laugh and like, like deflate? <laughs> yeah, super weird. Yeah. Um, the head like rolls toward Loki and Sylvie. She picks up the head. It's okay. Um, she picks up the head and says they're mindless androids. And then Loki is like, "Well, then who created the TVA? Like, what the fuck is happening here?" Yeah. And then turns to a super dejected looking Sylvie. She tells him not to give her another pep talk. She can't handle it. <laughs> and, you know, because, like, her whole life has been about this moment only to find out that, one, it was not what she thought it was going to be, and, two, super anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts to tell her that he thinks he fell in love with her on Lamentis, but before he actually says that he fell in love with oh, her, yeah. he's pruned by Ravana, who is now awake because, you know, she was just slightly Sleepy. unconscious yeah. for a moment because she got punched in the face. <laughs> um, Sylvie... They fight. Because, okay, one, first of all, Loki's gone now. He's been pruned. The show is called Loki, so what the fuck? Um, Sylvie gets the pruner away from her, and Ravana is like, do it! Do it! Prune me! And Sylvie's like, uh, no, you're gonna tell me everything first. Yeah. Which, okay, first of all, Ravana, you know, clearly is fine with the idea of being pruned. Like, she's like, finally, it's over! And Sylvie's like, I'm gonna use that as a threat to make you tell me what I want to hear! And Ravana's like but I don't care. Like, yeah. do it. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> o- like... Obviously, Sylvie can do something to Ravana that's going to make her talk. I assume she'll be able to enchant because, her you know or what? something. I but... feel like next episode, they're going to do this thing where it's like, tell me everything from the start. And mm-hmm. S- and Ravana is going to have been there from the start yeah. and be able to tell her. Or it's going to be, it's going to be Ravana showing Sylvie where all of the records are and she's going to like read all the records and it's going to be like this weird like mm-hmm. timeline thing. <laughs> anyway, she's like, yeah, you're going to tell me everything. And then I, I just thought it was funny. Like I, you, you would think that, you know, since Sylvie is using a pruner as like her weapon of choice mm-hmm. to, to scare Ravana into doing what she wants her to do. Ravana's like, whatever, do it, prune me. You'd think that 
Sylvie so might find like a different weapon to use or something like right. that rather than still holding the pruner on her. Like I'd be like, oh, okay, well I guess that's not gonna work. Like toss it to the side. Mm. What about if I break your finger? Like you know, <laughs> something Snap. like that instead. Yeah. And that's just how my mind is. And then we go to it's credits. The credits scene, and then we have a mid credit scene. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is the first mid credit scene in I this think so series. Too. Um, we Unless have, we missed one, and that just really tied everything together. Right, and we probably like loved the show if we'd seen the mid credit scene we missed. Yeah. Well, probably not. Either way. Um, yeah. It's so, Loki, and he wakes up. And he looks around and says, is this hell? Did you notice how they spelled hell? Mm-mm. So it's H-E-L, like hella, from, oh. you know, yeah. Um, instead of hell with H-E-L-L. Oh. And he says, am I dead? And a voice says, not yet, but you will be unless you come with us. And he turns, and there are three people which we can assume are other Lokis. Or there are four. I only saw three. Well, there's, yeah, there's there's um, normal. There's, like, old school Loki. This super old school Loki. Yeah, it's super old school Loki. Okay. There's another guy. There's the crocodile. And then there's the big Loki. Mm-hmm. So, um. Kid Loki. There's super little, little kid Loki. old school Loki. Little kid Loki. Alligator Loki. And, um. Oh, I think I missed Alligator Loki. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why I laughed, and that's like what like like started losing me on this whole damn thing is like, are you fucking kidding me? For me, what what made made me laugh was old Loki made me think of in The Incredibles two. There's the old man who like belches as his superpower. Mm -hmm. That's what that guy looked like to me. Like I was expecting like him to like start like belching and (laughs) being like his superpower. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So this gets where my theory. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I mean that's pretty much the scene. That's it. That's it. That's the end. That's the. Mid-credit scene. So, I wonder if the pruner puts the prunee in a world with all the other times that they've been pruned. Oh, interesting. So, like, Mobius gets pruned. And he's goes like, He goes, goes to all the other Mobius variants that mm-hmm. have been pruned. Or, like, you know, B5, B5, B15 gets pruned. And she's with all the other, like, B15s that have been pruned. Mm-hmm. Which then goes, well, they just need another, they need like another Mobius variant to, to keep doing what Mobius does. What if they go back and they just take a variant of Mobius, like right before he was pruned, like before he like gets let on and they just bring him forward and be like, oh, look, you're here because time doesn't really pass it's true. at the TVA. The TVA seems very complicated, but you know, the TVA slash commission also is very complicated. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah, that was the end of that episode. Again, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm intrigued enough to want to know what happens next mm-hmm. and to be interested to keep watching. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm just not loving the show the way I thought I was going to. Yeah. I was so excited for the show. I know. So excited because Loki is like my favorite like non superhero superhero. Like, I really, really like him. I love Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Huge Owen Wilson fan. So I thought this was gonna be just like a super awesome show yeah and i i don't know like it's you know it's all right it could be because i'm just kind of burned out on on marvel yeah that could be why because we've been on like the marvel train for quite a while now yeah especially because i just watched like I a think, bunch of marvel movies i think we're gonna we have to this. yeah i think we're gonna have to do like we're gonna finish this one up we're gonna do our quick our, our quick fire answer rounds like you know 30 20 to 30 minutes of thing with mm-hmm. some guest stars um I think we need a palate cleanser. Yep, I think so too. I think we need like. I'm thinking after after Black Widow, we should like say goodbye to Marvel for a little while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should do like palate cleanser because there's a couple of really good, well, decent Netflix shows that mm-hmm. I think are pretty 
would be fun. Yeah. And like we could even go like or... super old school, like we did, you know, with our five minute soliloquy on Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh, we could. Just pick yeah. a couple of old, old comedy shows or movies or something like that, and do some time. So. We'll let y'all know. We'll figure it we're out. We're mulling this we're, around. This just came up, seriously. Yeah. So. Well, we will um, we'll we'll let keep, you guys know. We'll keep you all apprised. We'll, we'll keep content coming. Yep. For our eight eight, lister, eight listeners. Yes. We love you guys. Like maybe we'll get nine listeners if we switch it up a little bit. Yes. Woo! If anyone has any suggestions for trivia questions, let us know. Yep. Uh, we're the, the four shows we're going to do, the, like we're going to do, four trivia episodes, each mm-hmm. one like 20, 30 minutes long. Uh, we'll have one for Umbrella Academy, both seasons. Uh, That's one probably going to be like an hour. Yeah, that one might be a little, might be a little longer for that one. Yeah. Um, one for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. one for WandaVision, and then one for Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have four different people coming to moderate our So far trivia. we've gotten two. We have two so far. Yep. Yep. More Friends work. from very long, long time ago. We'll find a, find a few more. Um so we'll do those and then do Black Widow. And then we'll yeah. probably find us mails for a little while. Maybe we'll take a little break for a few weeks until uh, summer kind of quiets down a little bit and then go from there. Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah. guys. Well, uh, goodbye.